we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and hangovers. My name is Pete, and I'm joining the voice of Lake Forest High School basketball football across chess. Team Skew, woo, woo, woo. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Joseph Fitus, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Haven. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we are thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A., Elizabeth C., Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C., and Mike Adelman. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group, Rod Stop and Captain Mike's in Kenosha, the Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan. Walker, I do see. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Good morning. Hump day. Oh. Hump day. I don't know why, but I feel a little dehydrated. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had this dream. I was out. Randy Tack won the election. And, it's my distinct pleasure <laughs> to introduce the next mayor of Lake Forest. I'd like to thank everyone who supported me for the past seven months. First and most important, my wife, Paula. <laughs> Many of you have no idea how much this has affected her. Had I known how we would be treated, I would never have agreed to participate. Despite this, she's worked tirelessly to support me in the caucus, and I am, as always, forever in her debt. And I would like to single out Jim Preshlak, who's not here. Uh, from the Jimmy P. From the moment I was selected, he stuck with me, and he did much of the heavy lifting, including unprecedented fundraising, without which our effort could not have been sustained. Yeah, Jimmy P. As all of you know, the decision of the caucus committee to select me as their candidate and renominate me when confronted with an unprecedented challenge was not an easy one. 
I thank them for staying true to their commitment to run a merit-based selection process and honor the responsibility given to them by the citizens of Lake Forest. In particular, I would like to thank David Hunt, Chris Bennis, Joe Aridi, Anika Akil, and all of the RT team. They have suffered the slings and arrows with me, with grace and dignity. Their spouses also deserve special mention, as they have suffered and supported us behind the scenes. All deserve expensive gifts and vacations. I would like to acknowledge the Bidlers for their generosity to the city, and Prue in particular for her service as alderman. I know how much work they've put into this and respect them for that effort. As to the most important issue of the evening, I would like to thank the citizens of Lake Forest for entrusting me with the stewardship of the city for the next two years. I promise to sustain the excellence in governance that you've come to expect. I promise to maintain the nonpartisan ethos that allows our volunteer government to function at the highest level and encourage all citizens with the desire and talent to serve when they are called. I promise to ensure that the concerns of all wards are considered equally within the context of what is best for the city and as determined by the council. Finally, this contest has exposed what appear to be stark divisions between our citizens. Never before has a contested, as a contest resulted in expenditures to this level likely to exceed $300,000 when the accounting is complete. I believe this is unsustainable and re represents an existential threat to volunteer governance. I'll make it a priority to heal these wounds in the only way I know, by serving all the citizens in the best interest of the city. I will do all in my power to restore the faith in the system by seeing to it that all aspects of our government serve one purpose, your civic betterment. We live in the best run, most beautiful, and most talent-laden community in the state of Illinois. I ask you to join me in rediscovering our sense of self and commit not only to restoring our bonds to each other, but to taking our city to greater heights. Thank you. Next thing I know, many, many beers. Duffer was uh, taking all your money. They hey, they can have it. They can have it. Wow. Not, not taking your money, but it had a good exchange. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. they have a good recycling program there. <laughs> <laughs> so so joe's on the road uh with us uh he'll be chiming in i'm sure he'll be a little bit choppy not that our production quality will ever be subpar in this show rick lesser from arizona and then the finally here skew walker how's everybody feel skew let's start with you my friend how do you how do we feel i feel good today I knew what was going to happen, and you knew what was going to happen. All right, it was going to happen. People have spoken. The right person was chosen. All right, and, and what and about the numbers? Did not really reflect yeah. that uh, what everyone was uh, anticipating. <laughs> yeah, what a thousand votes for uh, Randy won by a thousand or so. Yeah, but total number, not really oh. a great turnout. But well, that's just typical. That <laughs> never really is. Right. And then the is a reference. Yeah, right. But I, I think that, uh, you know, the podcast uh, has put them over the top. Uh, I think we should claim victory. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. 
I, we will we will comply. Yeah. <laughs> me 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 you 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 me me. <laughs> Joe, Joe Weiss, let's see how your connection is, man. What 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 were your thoughts and everything? Well, I thought the right guy, as Scoo said, I thought the right guy won, <clears throat> and um, I think you know, um, seeing the caucus people together and the work that they put in paid off. It, it is. It's truly an all volunteer organization and it's it's made up of people and it, it's not Republicans or it's 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 a it's it's a, a very broad based group of people who care about their community. And um, they uh, um, they came together. They, they again, an all volunteer organization and um, they stood up to what they saw as uh, a a force that was threatening uh, to inject all this money and inject outside help uh, to take over the, the city. And, uh, you know, we can argue what the consequences would have been if, if uh, Prue Bidler had won. But nonetheless, I think you saw a community come together and they didn't just speak. They shouted. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even close. <laughs> Rick, no, what do you think? It was, it, it was, it, it was a clear victory uh, and yes, I think this was an attempt to create a partisan uh, uh, device difference in Lake Forest, uh, which was, I think, turned back by the voters uh, who endorsed the caucus. You know, this where's the where's the news here? The caucus won. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it was an attempt, I think, uh, to uh, create a uh, Democratic Party domination in Lake Forest as it has the rest of Lake County, uh, which fortunately the voters rejected. Yeah, no no Highland Park for us. I spent an hour on the phone with Paul Hammonegs this morning. Uh, I now know a few different strategies on tr on trading, but uh, between the uh, personal He's still finance... mad about the pine trees at South Park? <laughs> we were... <laughs> We were talking about the uh, the lighted sign on Walgreens, and Paul, love you, man. I, <laughs> he, 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 he says hi to everybody, and uh, he gives props to uh, Randy. And uh, look, good good guy, good guy. We're all mm -hmm. good guys. We're all a little weird well, too. Let so. me say this, hey Paul, as, as... hey Paul, if you got you got some issues you want to take forward and get involved, volunteer, go mm -hmm. interview with the caucus committee, get involved that way. Well, he did, and they dinged him. What do you I say, Rick? Randy keep going back. On, keep going uh, back. Put him on one of the boards uh, and give yeah. him an opportunity to uh, to participate. Uh, you should, a, guy, a guy wants to do this job, this unpaid job, this badly. Right. Yeah. I should give him a chance. Yeah. And, and let me say this. As someone uh, like you, Rick, um, I've, I've won elections, but I also lost elections. Um, and obviously winning is, is a much better feeling than losing. But I salute yes. anyone. And, I, and I'll say this to Prue Beidler as well as Paul Hammond. I salute anyone that's willing to put their name on the ballot. That, you know, you put yourself out there. Um, you have to deal with cra crazy uh, 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 comments from people like us yeah. um, and, and all that. And you take it Absolutely. takes time away from your family. Um, and we can argue about the motivations and all that. But the fact that you're putting let's, yourself let's, out there. Let's not forget uh, the $200,000. Yeah, I, <laughs> So I, I so I I salute anybody that runs for, for especially for local office because there's no glamour 
in in running for a, a local office. It's not like you're, you know, a, a Hollywood star or, or running for president or even for governor. Um, it's 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 a grind. And, um, you know, so uh, hats off to all three people uh, that ran for mayor uh, for putting themselves out there in the in the public specter. Joe, Joe, when do the receipts have to be turned in? Uh, I believe uh, I don't have the election law calendar in front of me. The State Board of Elections actually does a very nice job on their website of putting all the deadlines on it. I believe it's the 15th of the month. So it's like it's like when your taxes are due. Yeah. Taxes are due April 15th. And I believe the uh, expenditures are due. I could be wrong. But maybe Rick can uh, uh, being the lawyer could look it up. But I don't. Uh, no, that's I fine. But unless you're going to pay me $650 an hour, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but Scoop. I, I, I think that that law needs to be looked at because the fact that you can hide your expenditures until after the election, there's something really wrong with that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Scoo, you can agree with that, can't you? Can't we just move on? <laughs> Let, let's put it this way. You know, Rick, you said the caucus won. The caucus, no, the caucus didn't win. That the city won. And because everyone's part of the caucus, whether you want to be or not, the city won. The city, the process that the city operates under successfully, their candidate won. And we're going to be happy with our mayor, with the um, school board people, with the aldermen. So it was it was a good night for the city. And even the referendum passed by a nose hair. Right. I mean, a hundred votes. Really close. Yeah, <laughs> that hundred votes. Boy, let's see, thousand uh, dollars. What's that per vote? Oh, probably because parents care was uh, negatively advertising, so they sw- lost that swing vote. <laughs> oh no, they, so, they, they don't. They don't they're they're true. they're un unbiased on which way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the parents care thing. Um, was not well done, uh, and but I think that's probably why it was as close as it was, though. Too, uh, I think at least they did raise some questions and some issues, um, and, and people should ask. You know, they, they're entitled to know when you are paying as much for uh, education, public education, as we do in Lake Forest and Lake Bluff too, uh, and Oldwood, because that's all part of the referendum. Uh, the uh, you, you really have to, you, you're entitled to ask the question, well, what am I getting for this? I mean, uh, yeah. how, how successful are you? Uh, and it, the, there was good reasons to ask questions about Lake Forest's success as a Not their uh, way. It was a double win for Lake Forest. We got Randy and uh, that guy won in Chicago. So now even more people are going to leave the city and, uh, our property values are going to go up and uh, raise them rents, boys. <laughs> it did. It did help Lake Forest in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one quite a bit. Joe, what do you think about that guy uh, winning? Who was it, Johnson? Well, you know, um, I saw that the, the night the the day that the uh, runoff happened, and it was between Vallis. We knew it would be between Vallis and Johnson. I knew Johnson would win. Um, the Chicago Teachers Union is mobilized. They are the new, now that Madigan's gone and all those yeah. patronage jobs are gone in the city, they are the new ward organizations. They are the new street uh, soldiers 
uh, in Chicago. And the fact that Ballas got successfully linked to the whole Trump MAGA thing, whether it was right or wrong, um, you know, that that doesn't play in Chicago. So um, but it's a win for Lake Flores because I, I think you're going to find a lot more people uh, moving out to suburbs like Lake Forest um, because, I mean, when when you have a guy talking about taxing the rich, um, you know, guess what the rich are going to do? They're going to get up and move. If, yeah. if you're going to tax yeah. all these businesses, they're going to move out of the city. I mean, that, that you know, plain and simple. It's not on the federal level. You could maybe get away with taxing businesses and, and, and rich people. But at the state and local level, you do that, they'll move. A so, Chicago income tax. I mean, think about that. A Chicago income tax. Could there possibly be a better way to sell real estate in Lake Forest? <laughs> so I All think, right. you know, I, I was, that's why I think a lot of talking with a lot of caucus people, and it's not just <clears throat> Republicans, but a lot of caucus people, they said, you know, it was good to see Lake Forest um, uh, withstand the tide because else you saw elsewhere a lot of, um, stuff moving to the left um and uh lake forest is is remains uh not part of any outside political ways i'm sure that we this podcast got tied in many people's minds uh, to the former president even though i am rabidly anti-trump uh he, he, i think that we were tied as well to it uh and people did try to paint us with that same broad brush uh, even though we clearly are are not. Well, we th we think for ourselves. Happen to be <clears throat> conservative, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's I mean, not my identity. For ourselves, I don't know. That's a good excuse for this. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the the caucus. What uh, we're gonna have the changing of the guard. What school? What what does the caucus have to do to get to help with this wasted energy that we had in the last year or so? Well, the caucus has a lot of work to do, a lot of reflection, yeah. looking in the mirror, and again, never would be in this position if they would have vetted correctly the proper people. Um, that continues to be a problem, and you know, the new people coming on, they need to understand what their role is. It's not just a resume checker for them. They're there to find the right people to fill these boards and commissions, interview them properly, and, and and get them on there. And then what they don't do is they have a huge database of prior people that have served on boards and commissions, and they got to start utilizing that and, and finding the right people for, for boards and commissions. Well, the action first action step, I would say, is uh, they're having the changing of the, the guard, the old people that term off leave and the new people come in. And don't let the old people go unless you have exhaust their energies and knowledge of reflection of how to correct what's gone on because you have these people leave and these new people come in and don't know anything you know the the knowledge base go goes down so it's either they have to have those people put input on how to make a change or there needs to be some type of uh i don't want to call it a committee but uh you know, advisory board of past caucus people. It's to be a caucus, yeah. To, to uh, who's, who's the new president of the caucus going to be? Chris Benes. He was the guy who was on that um, uh, brief um, uh, 
a, not a podcast, but on a video that I saw uh, coming out of uh, voting, and they had to they had to use a crowbar to get them to say who we voted for. Well, that's that's part of the problem, and people got to. Yeah, if you're raising your hand to volunteer in this community, and more particular, if you're volunteering and raising your hand to be on the caucus committee, um, there's no, I don't really agree with them type of thing, which if you're raising your hand, you're again, you're raising your hand, you want to be a part of volunteering, you can't come walking into the caucus committee with a, an agenda and or against the caucus. That That's the problem that as is existing right now is if it doesn't go certain people's way, they want to change stuff. And, you know, everyone has an opportunity to volunteer, but some of these people coming on have agendas and you shouldn't have agendas. That's part of the beauty of the caucus is you're checking your partisanship, your agendas, and well, as you're saying, I can do the time to do this. So that's, they got to do a lot of reflection and make sure they, uphold what the uh, true caucus committee should be doing. And, and we won't be in these, these uh, predicaments down the line. Now, I can't say that they're not going to have contested elections. I think this last one kind of shows that, you know, that's the way to go. But, you know, again, the caucus has got to relook at themselves and say, how do we prevent this? If you thousand dollars to uh, spend uh, fighting the caucus, uh, yeah, but you know if, what? I mean, uh, wow! If you're going to fight the caucus, you got to come with dough. Yeah, you better have. And, better come. Th and that's why I don't really have a problem with whoever people spend money because if you're going to go against the process, you know that's one of the prices to pay. Yeah, and people talk about uh, spending money on elections as being wasted, as how this was wasted. No, it wasn't. This was democracy. Uh, and Lake Forest could use right. a little uh, airing of democracy. This was a good thing, I think, for Lake Forest, a good thing for the community in the long run. Uh, hopefully, whatever uh, you know, whatever ill ill feelings uh, will be buried now. Uh, the people have spoken. We should all take a conciliatory tone and be nice to each other um, after this whole uh, well Absolutely. airing of grievances. Yeah, Joe, happy Festivus. Everything, best of us, the holiday for the rest of us. Joe, I know you got to leave soon. You got you got something to add while you're while you're thinking. You know, we 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 waste all this energy. Go back to school board elections. We have all this money and pointing fingers, Facebook posts, and I ramped up my Facebook posts there the last few days. Uh, but an ounce of prevention is worth how much of a cure? Because if the if the caucus would have just operated in an efficient manner, Correct. more efficient <laughs> manner, then we wouldn't have this contested stuff and all this money. So that's it's well, either pay me now or pay me later. I mean, I think yeah, what, I think what I think you know. In retrospect, was to uh, have gone back to the committee uh, and yeah. selected a second candidate after uh, Randy was rejected by the annual meeting. Uh, that probably was the right thing to do, but man, that'd be a lot of extra work. Well, I was going to say well, the that's what they had to focus on is you know do how do we go about doing this and and they had the right to do what they did and they're smart. The optics, the optics of it were bad. I you know you can explain it all you want of of how it was okay and everything, and I I understand that, but the optics, politics is optics. Yeah. So 
just as the optics of of crew giving all that money to Kim Fox were bad, um, the optics of what happened with the caucus slating were bad. So they they need to work on that. And I think I think when you talk to a lot of the people in the caucus, like off the record or one on one, they get it. I think they understand. Hey, um, we're at a crossroads here for the caucus. So we need to uh, we need to look at things and look at the bylaws and some other stuff because we have a good thing going for the city of Lake Forest. Let's not mess it up by um, by some of this stuff that's a distraction from the real issues, which are, you know, how to run our, our city in, in a positive way, like you've been doing for 80 years. Yeah. Well, it's, all, yeah. it's all about the process. It's not <clears throat> it's a it's the problems rest in the people. And the process is fine, and it, it, it proved it again. But, yeah, the, the people have to kind of, like I said, look in the mirror and, you know, check what they're doing and make sure they're doing what the process is set out to do. Is it changing the bylaws all the time? No, it's not. And I think that's what's got us into these all these issues. Well, I think the but, primary problem with the, the caucus in this election, if you view this as a problem, uh, was that the caucus did not uh, – the members did not endorse a woman for the job of mayor. And the uh, job of mayor in Lake Forest has always been held by men. Uh, and women, uh, I think with some legitimate justification, feel that, hey, uh, it should be time for someone who is a female to be mayor. Uh, it is, you know, but, but that's that's never a, a good reason. Okay, we just, we need a female. no. Uh, we need the right woman uh, right. to do this job. Uh, and I think the voters said that Prue was not the right woman to do this job. Uh, but there are plenty of other women available. Yeah, Kathy Walden. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but again, it's not about gender. I mean, they picked the right person. Yeah. yeah, they picked the right person. Now, it's all the vetting process. I mean, there's better people. No offense to Randy or, or Prue or anything. But, you know, if they do their job correctly and interview properly, ask the right questions, they're going to get, you know, the right person. And lo and behold, that could be a woman. Yeah. It, but it's not like it's time for a woman. I'm sorry. It's like it get the best person. And, yes, there are wonderful women out there that somehow kind of have fallen through that process, which is wrong. <clears throat> and then the. uh the mail-in ballot, first time I've ever done it, it was pretty legit, meaning like once they received my vote, they gave me a text, so I know it's it's there. I I don't know what funny business could go on behind the scenes, but it seemed to me the whole process, taking it, putting it in the box, and then day day later getting it. So I vouch for that. The other thing I question is our boy Oy Vega, the uh, clerk, I don't know who came it's up a, with that, but John Travolta's character from he looks nothing like John Travolta, guys. Nothing. It's a big guy. Just just like me, <laughs> but came to uh, a bad end in the, uh, in the in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, Oy Vega, I have a FOIA email sent in that there is no receipt sent back to. You got five days to respond, and you're going to say, well, when my junk file, I don't think that works. I want to know why the hell you put our people over in, in Vernon Hills. 
That's no, just. I think Vince Vince Vega uh, there has a spam filter that uh, is set to P. Jansen. Rejected. <laughs> no, put all the FOIAs here. That goes with any municipal government. You can give send back a read receipt on something the FOIA. Everybody can do that. They're playing these games because they have five days to respond, and they 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 do this stuff. Joe, you got a thought? Yeah, I I think you know. Again, uh, we talked about it on the other show. Um, Christchurch, I'm told by some people there um, that they they did tell the clerk about this uh, schedule conflict in right after the November election. But keep in mind, Vega was elected. He, he defeated Robin O'Connor in the November election, took office in December. So what I think, and again, this is speculation on my part, is I think he cleared house of a lot of the employees, as, as often happens in these elections. So whoever was told by, by the church in November that, hey, we can't do this in April, um, that person probably was shown the door and that piece of information was lost in the shuffle um you know the church I, I know people at the church felt very bad about this uh and what the the uh what it caused but they did to their credit they put signs up in all the windows of the doors on election day uh telling people where to go they told their you know the people inside the building if someone comes in uh what to do and at times the caucus i believe well i helped with this because again i felt very guilty about it from being my church I stood for a while um, on a Tuesday afternoon, excuse me, outside. And in the, in the rain. Time, in the hour that I was there, well, I didn't stand in the rain. I wasn't going to do that. But I was there uh, uh, after six o'clock. Literally one person drove up in that time uh, coming to vote. And I, I, caught, I found her and helped her find, and she was voting at Greg's landing, but fortunately she had enough time because it was about six fifteen, So she did have enough time to, to drive over to, uh, to Greg's landing. So, and, and, and I'm told by the people inside the church, they had maybe 10 people show up uh, on that and they all got redirected. So I think at the end of the day, it did work out because the, to the city's credit, they did send out an email and posted on on everything about there. And I think the caucus campaign did it. I think the Lake Forest High School referendum people also did a good job of notifying people as well, because there's a lot of uh, families with kids in, in, in those precincts. So they, they wanted to make sure those that their vote got out uh, as well. So um, I think but there are questions. Why was it held? Why are you sending people so far away um, when there's other locations more closely available? Other than, you know, the question is, did those locations say no? Uh, because you, you, you can't force a location to hold an election. So Eloa Farm, did El was Eloa Farm asked and they said no? Or did they just never think to ask Eloa Farm? We'll never know that, um, probably. No, it's owned by the city. Yeah, it's all about the city, right? The city. Okay. So then. So yeah, I mean, we know, that, we know the mayor of because these elections are always going to be in April, and Easter, you know, the Easter calendar, uh, it varies when Easter is. So um, I think that people are going to have to do a more proactive approach and say, okay, in twenty twenty five or in twenty twenty seven, Easter is going to fall in this same uh, zone. 
uh, as the election. So let's plan ahead and, and find this because, like I said, the church felt very badly about it, but they understandably wanted the space for for Holy Week because it's 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 the biggest yeah. event of the year and for for uh, Christians. So uh, it uh, they just they had absolutely no intention of get, of getting political. They have bent over backwards to stay out of politics. Um, when it's a such lot of a church- small church too. What's that? <laughs> it's such a small church building. Well, if you go if you go to Willow Creek, you th- and then go to Christ Church, you you'll see you you'll see Christ Church is small, but it's a very look. I, I'm I'm biased because it's my church, but it's a very good church of an excellent youth group um, program. Have, the problem with using the schools uh, as the polling place was highlighted yesterday in Highland Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, the schools are, you know, are obviously public buildings. They're, that's kind of the, you know, people know where they are. It's kind of an ideal location to hold the election, but it's got its own problems. Schools have their Yeah, own. and I actually have a, I have a coworker who lives in Elmhurst. They chose to not send their kids to school yesterday because their, their kid's school was a polling place and they just didn't feel comfortable, um, sending their, their kids to school. Cause for the November elections, I think now they cancel schools. Uh, for those November elections, part of that is because they want the teachers union uh, members out working the elections. But, um, you know, these April elections, if if there's nothing on the ballot, which in many places there's there's nothing on the ballot or obscure races uh, that most like a library board seat or something, uh, you know, that the turnout is so low in these. And they're like, are you going to cancel school for a, for an election where 20 people come to vote that day? It's not, you know, so they have to weigh this. Um, you know, but all these county clerks, keep in mind this, whether it's the Lake County clerk or the Cook County clerk, they are all pushing very hard for early and absentee voting because they don't want to deal with managing all these polling places. It's, it's work for them and stuff. The state of Oregon is a hundred percent mail-in ballots now. So, you know, you just got to, um, think about what the, you no, no longer vote in person at all in Oregon. No, there are no polling places in Oregon, no early voting in Oregon. It is a hundred percent mail-in. Oh, and it's been that been. way for about, it's been that way for about 10 years. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea, uh, but that's what, <laughs> that's what it's been done. But I'm telling you that there are fewer polling places today in, in, in Cook County and in Lake County because they really want to push early and mail-in voting. Well, I can vouch for it. It works flawlessly for me, uh, I think. Joe, uh, I want you to answer one more thing before you go. Is this thing over, or do you think Sue and Prue are going to uh, be litigious on this? Um, you know, that's, that's a question more for Sue and Prue and their supporters. Yeah. Um, the fact is they, <clears throat> they have a complaint filed with the state board of elections. I think it's a phony complaint. I think it has little or no merit yeah. uh, to it. But um, so if, if they want to look like good sports, uh, they should drop that complaint. Um, the caucus clearly followed election law in that there's two reporting periods and they didn't exceed the caps neither. I think it's kind of ironic because Prue played games with the cap. She deliberately held at 95 because if if a can if any candidate um, donates a uh, hundred thousand dollars or more, then the caps are off for all the candidates in that race. 
So Prue and her husband basically funded it to ninety five thousand, um, yeah. so that the caucus would be capped. So the caucus had to, but the caucus did follow the caps under the law because even though there was no election in Lake Forest on February twenty eighth, the state board of election law says that each that the cap applies to each period. So they 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 put in a certain amount in the February twenty eighth cycle, and then a certain amount in the April fourth. Cycle. So they were within the law. So when this case goes to the state board of elections, the caucus will win. So yeah. the question is, are they are you going to be spiteful? Are you going to try to run up the caucus's legal bills uh, because you've got access to uh, a, a high powered Democratic Party attorney who worked for uh, President Obama? Um, yeah. You know, so th- those are those are questions that only can be answered by by. Prue and Sue and 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 whoever the, the the woman I can't I can't remember her name offhand that actually filed the complaint. It's a Caputo or whatever her name. Her Casuto. Yeah, Casuto. Yeah. So it seems to me this group, and I, this is going to be a broad brush, but it seems like the same group of people that have the same Facebook monikers and fake accounts. Uh, that are against the Westminster project that are against turf. It's, it's all, I call them the green meanies. It's all the same people. And if they don't get their way, they try to sue. And when you do that, it ultimately hits our, our, our pocketbooks. Right. Uh, So I don't know what they're, they're, they're trying to accomplish. Scoo, do you have a clue what they're trying to do? And do you think that, that Sue and Prue are going to, uh, be litigious on this. I, I don't really care. You know, it, it, move knows? on. Let's move I mean, on. I mean, if, I, if things file, who cares? I mean, what? Well, people want to know. You don't have it. Just say you don't well, have an opinion. Me, Rick, say, you got it, one? Wait, Joe, what, Joe? I was going to say, you know, in the... I, I will say something very positive here. Prue did call Randy Tack on election night to concede. Right. So, you know, I hope that, you know, people, you, we've all seen how people can be uh, uh, gracious in defeat. And we've seen how people can be sore losers in defeat and how that affects how people view them in the future. I won't name names, but a, a certain former president. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's entirely up to Prue. How does she want her legacy to be? Does she want to be the sore loser or does she want to be the person that was gracious um, and and do the best for the city? Well, all the stuff that went on, I, I, I'm guessing people are going to you know, be hunky dory. Everything's fine. But uh, when you threaten somebody's business, I don't know if you're going to go in that business, <laughs> in that business anymore. And uh I know we'll see. I, I hope everything is is cool. We we correct these things. Uh, well, I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna sue. I mean, she may not go to Gerhardt's for her uh, pastries, but uh, I don't. I don't think that she's going to going to sue over this. Uh, well, what's the judge going to do? Is the judge going to overturn the election results as a result of what the the uh, yeah. caucus breached the cap limit, um, and we may well find that Prue. Uh, uh, in the last days, uh, breached the cap limits as well. She just hasn't filed yet. She hasn't filed her A1 yet. Uh, that, uh, well, we'll see. 
Uh, and I, I don't think that uh, uh, any judge is going to want to overturn this election result as a result of um, you know, $20,000 or $50,000 uh, over some kind of a artificial limit. So if the caucus didn't get beat in this election, to me, I, I can't see them ever being beat. This, this has to be the strongest challenge mm. that they've that they've had. Can you at least give your opinion on that, Scoo? Yeah, I mean, it, they've had challenges before. I think they had a bigger challenge several years ago with the Heritage Party, but... Um, okay. I so mean, 20, 20 years I, ago, then. yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think this was a big challenge to be honest with you so i mean it a lot of rhetoric around it but at the end of the that's day right. the right person was chosen i mean that's and the community elected him. well it's about advertising you can't advertise your way to beat the caucus now yeah, the caucus i can guarantee you they're going to have the next one there's probably going to be you know i don't think i think the it's set that there's probably going to be contested elections moving forward people are taking notes so to speak and there's there's people that you know don't like the caucus and how it works and mm -hmm. have seen how what you have to do to run against it so you know who knows but that's where the caucus has got to look internally and see how do we get better well Peru well, and Sue will have his work cut out for him uh, uh, as the new uh, president I, I wish him good luck with in the role no, he's got he's got the spine to uh, deal with this. He's he's a tough sob. Uh, the the offer still stands, Sue and Proof. You want to come on the show? I'm I'm a big fan of autopsy without blame. You know, look at this stuff, poke holes, uh, look at the warts, correct it, and and move on. Transparency, don't hide. I, yeah, we, we should be looking at. I mean, the the caucus should be looking at their bylaws. I mean, the truth is there should have been some provision that if the annual meeting rejects the recommendation of the caucus board, there should be some guidance. There was. <laughs> Joe, you're about to burst. Bylaws were changed oh. to do this. Congratulations, Marilek Tech, uh, and congratulations, Prue and Paul, for uh, putting your name, being as uh, the, what's the Theodore Roosevelt quote of... Uh, being the man in the arena or the person in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, congratulations to all and uh, best wishes and let's move forward for Lake Forest. Yes. I, and I think we should all thank uh, both uh, Paul Hammond eggs, uh, Paul Hammond and, uh, and Prue Beidler uh, for running, for making this a good exercise in democracy for Lake Forest. I think that's about it. I'm a little tired. Uh, I don't know why yeah. I didn't get a good night's sleep. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I have no idea. I'm a little off my game today. I don't know. Hear the dog. Hear the dog. Always the dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for a little more whiskey, <laughs> a little, little breakfast breather. <laughs> well, hey, good job, Lake Forest. Good job not turning into Highland Park. Awesome. Bravo. Standing ovation. Randy, take care of business. Caucus, come on now. Bennis, come on. You got a year till we get to Mr. O'Reedy. Let's let's do what we can. Don't let the old people out that know what's going on without having them give their feedback before they leave. And let's uh, put one of those nice committees together, together to 
talk about how they can correct things and find out why the hell they changed the the bylaws in 2016, Sheely, Henrietta. All right, that's all I got, boys. All right, gents. All right, thank you. Congratulations to Lake Forest uh, on having a good open election, and the people have spoken. Hey, love it or hate it, you could be yeah. in China or Russia. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, bye, guys. The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Navy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havey. Check them out at HaveyCommunications.com. Say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Matt A, Elizabeth C, Costa, Lance, Otto, RDM, John C, and Mike Adelman. Shout out to the Lake Forest Breakfast Group. Rod Stop at Captain Mike's in Kenosha, Greentown Tavern, and the Frolic Lounge in Waukegan.